What is up, my friends? It's Eloquent Savage Podcast, episode number 29. Well, been on a little hiatus here. You see, I'm a crazy son of a bitch. My wife and I and our dog, Brownie Krebs, drove all the way back across the country from California to New York for the holidays. So I went from sunshine and 70 degrees every day to snow and gloomy skies, but hey, it's been great to be back. So we had a little travel across the country, then I attended Warrior Convention Tour. I was crowned the fourth certified coach inside of Wake Up Warrior, which is a a massive achievement for me. It's been years of working inside of that company uh, directly underneath Garrett and coaching some of the most powerful men on the planet, and it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing been very fortunate to be a part of that. So I'm back in the mix and you'll be hearing from me daily again. So this is episode number 29 and the topic of today is worry. Worry. And what I've noticed in my life is this is a statement or a word that I use all the fucking time. I'll worry about it later. Well, at least I don't have to worry about that anymore. In all of these statements, I started paying attention to how much I actually use the word worry crazy part about the human brain is that we give words meaning, we attach pictures to them. It's almost like your mind pulls out the worry file. And even if you you aren't trying to fucking worry about something, as soon as you say the word, the mind puts in action this series of events or thoughts or ideas, and it will shift your day. That's why positive self-talk is so important. It's why it's so powerful. That's why mantra-based meditation is so important and powerful for people like us. But this word worry, I had to start thinking about it and I asked myself a question. What if life wasn't about holding onto it so tightly, but to push the boundaries of capability and capacity to the point that it would create massive growth and exploration of the self? Now, I know that's a mouthful and it sounds like some hippie ass mumbo jumbo, but I'm inside of this place right now. I'm full of gratitude. I've created space around my life. And it's allowing my mind, heart, and and gut, intuition, the voice to open up to questions like this and to really start exploring why I operate the way I operate and why patterns show up in my life. And what I found was worry is something that was ingrained in me from a young age. See, my mother is almost 100% Irish. My grandma Lucy started before her and it was this idea of this word worry. And what I started to look at is across the board of my family, the majority of my family, they do things that they don't love. They do things that they don't love because they're afraid. They're afraid of putting themselves out there, letting go of what they're currently doing to take a chance, to take a risk. And see, what I looked at is how old Irish Catholic mindset, they are averse to risk. They don't want to take risks. They're worried about everything. They're fearful of everything. They're like chicken little, the sky is falling. And I grew up like that. Now my father dealt with anxiety on and off his entire life. I grew up watching my dad pull into the driveway from work. He owns a body shop to this day. And I watched him pull into the driveway, get out of his truck in his work clothes and work boots (laughs) and run down the road because his anxiety and worry had gotten so bad. He didn't know what else to do. So he just ran to try to burn off the energy before he walked in the house. Now at the time, I didn't understand it. I just didn't get it. But now that I'm 38 years old and I've built multiple businesses and all the crazy shit that I've done, 
I realize that it's just part of the game and worry will be there. There's this saying that worry's like a rocking chair. It'll keep you busy, but it won't get you anywhere. Say that again. Worry is like a rocking chair. It'll keep you busy, but won't get you anywhere. And just like the proverbial dog chasing its own tail, worry when we, when we feed it, when it's well fed. It just creates this game of inaction. So we don't do the things that we know will actually create positive momentum and happiness and fulfillment in our lives, and we just feed the worry. We sit back and watch Netflix, binge watch Netflix shit, instead of living life, instead of doing all the things that we said we would do. So I'm going to give you a list of the things that are constantly on my mind that I once in a while will dip my toe in and then take my toe back out of the water. I'm only human and I battle this stuff too. I'm not better than anyone. I just may be a little further down the sidewalk than you right now and hopefully this will help you in your pursuit of greatness, in your pursuit of happiness, in your pursuit of creation. So writing a children's book, doing spoken word poetry, improv, stand-up comedy, all these things that I've talked about, and I've stuck my toe in the water and I've done started some of them, but then, like everyone else, I get caught up in other shit and pull away. And the question is, what is possible if you just believed? What would be possible if you just took that thought, that worry, because worry quickly becomes stories. I don't have time for this. Well, what if nobody likes what I put out? What if nobody laughs at me? What if nobody buys the book? What if nobody wants to coach with me? What if my business doesn't work? So we let this worry in these stories actually stop us in our tracks rather than just going, well, I'm going to act in spite of that thought. I'm going to act in spite of that worry. I'm going to find daily rituals or new addictions that will actually allow me to tap in to the belief in myself because the only thing that separates the doers and the warriors is just the action in spite of the worry. We know that the more you push, the more resistance you're going to feel. It's like riding your BMX bike down a hill. The faster you go, the more wind resistance you feel. But it's a hell of a lot more fun than sitting at the top of the hill watching all your friends bomb that motherfucker and you just sit there and worry that you didn't wear your knee pads and your elbow pads and your helmet that day and what if you crash and what if you break your arm and what if you ruin your bike and what is your dad going to say and that's what worry encapsulates. That is what it does. So I have a question for you today. When has worry ever served you? When has worrying about anything actually gotten you what you want? Now, don't get it confused with identifying a problem or strategically breaking down shit that's in your way. That's different. Identifying an obstacle and finding a way to get around it is not the same as worrying about shit you can't control. You have an expiration date just like I do. And if we feed the worry, we choose to stay where we're at. Stagnation, stuck, quicksand. That's when anxiety and panic sets in right after worry. 
They're all closely related. They're like the scary hillbilly family that lives back in the woods. <laughs> they're all related. They're all fucking crazy. They're all weird. And you really don't want to be around them. So at the end of the day, when has worry ever served you in your life? And what is your strategy right now to act in spite of it? The mind is simple and easy. I surround myself with people that push me. I surround myself with people that hold themselves to a different standard that I can chase. The same thing happens inside of the Eloquent Savage coaching program. Our elite groups, guys are in there just pushing. And guess what? At different times, different men lead the pack. It's like if you go to a dog race, the rabbit that, that the dogs chase around the track. The guys in my groups take turns jumping to the front because that's what life does. Even the highest level producers are going to run into problems. They just will. And they'll have to take a second, step back, and somebody else will take the lead that's in more power at that moment. And then everybody chases that rabbit. Who in your life right now is actually helping you traverse this bullshit? Who's there to call you out? Who's there to simplify? Who's there to see things you can't see? And if the answer is no one, then you have a choice. There's a million programs out there. There are a million coaches. Jesus Christ. There's more coaches right now than ever before. A lot of them haven't proven shit. That's a different podcast episode all in itself. But at the end of the day, How is this worry serving you? And if it doesn't, then how are we going to eradicate it? So I want you to pull out your journal and your pen and I want you to take this down. When was the last time worry served me? Answer the question. And when it shows up again, how will I shift into action? How will I act in spite of the feeling? At the end of the day, this feeling, and that's what it is, does not serve you. And focusing on the future and focusing on shit you can't control will keep you stuck in the past. Whew. Well, listen, this is the Eloquent Savage podcast, episode number 29 with your main man. You know who I am. You know who I be. It's your main man, Steve Krebs. Yeah, that's my sexy radio voice. Oh, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Weaponized nutrition. Weaponized mind. On the shelves soon. Nootropic. I'm on it right now. My mind is clear. I'm focused, ready to roll. The way we use it, in, we, we, we pair it up with a little caffeine in the morning, a nice cup of coffee, while we are fasting. Intermittent fasting is the way to go. The cool part about weaponized nutrition, weaponized mind, is that it comes along with coaching strategies. So it's not just about, hey, pop these pills and then go sit on your thumb. We're going to give you proven and tested, systematically proven strategies inside of the game. Outside of that, eloquentsavage.com, you can go catch the other podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes to the podcast. If you feel like this podcast was helpful, go ahead and share it with someone that may be struggling with worry, stress, anxiety, and I would really appreciate it. Listen, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And remember, every day you have an opportunity to make a choice. You can operate like a savage or you can feed that worry. Savage!